0: You are now listening to the Music Matters Media Podcast with your host, Lisa Holland. A show made to bridge the gap between mainstream musicians and artists on the rise, discovering up and coming. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Music Matters Media podcast and if you are listening for the first time, welcome to the show. Today we are going to discuss the one, the only, we look forward to this every year, Eric, the Super Bowl halftime show.
1: Man, every year it's something different. Every year it's always a completely different spectacle. This year was no different. (laughs) If you saw it, you know what we're talking about. But of course, Who would we be if we didn't give you our thoughts
0: of course and this year we were fortunate as most years but i just want to throw that out there we were fortunate enough to watch it together live so love that for us
1: absolutely it's always a treat to it's always a treat to be able to just watch it in general but you can when you can watch it with friends and in our case when you know we can watch it together it's always just such a fun time and it's cool to like see all that stuff in real time you know, with the both of us in the room.
0: Oh, yeah. See our reactions and...
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> How we respond to certain things that are going on.
1: Yeah, and my God, like I said, this year was no different. You know, so many memorable moments from this Super Bowl halftime show. So uh let's get started.
0: All right. So this Super Bowl was Super Bowl 57. It was the most streamed Super Bowl yet, Eric.
1: Wow, really?
0: The Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. to And I know this is a music show, base show, I know. But it wouldn't be me and my love of football if I didn't throw in how good of a game this was.
1: You read my mind. I mean, that game, there was never a moment where I said, oh yeah, this isn't even close. No, this game is definitely one of the more high-stakes games I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, exactly, Eric. I could not agree more about the game and there have been some Super Bowls that we watched that we've watched in the past together that you could tell who was gonna pull out the win and fortunately enough this was one of those games where it was gonna come down to the end and whoever had the ball and that was gonna be that and it made for a really good watch it made for a good Super Bowl watch this year
1: yeah definitely I mean ideally you know all Super Bowl games would be like this and would just be this much fun. But listen, I mean, that's part of the charm of uh, watching the Super Bowl, never knowing what you're going to get on any given year.
0: Totally. Except hoping the next Super Bowl, my New York Giants make it all the way. I can't be too mad because they made it to the playoffs this year. And that's the most that they've done in I couldn't even tell you how long. For years now, the team's needed some work and has gone through several coaches. I could go on and on about it. I won't, but our coach (laughs) (laughs) got Coach of the Year, and it was just like a most improved award in general for the team. So congrats to them. Congrats to the Kansas City Chiefs, more importantly. And now let's get into what we're here to talk about, the halftime show
1: and what a halftime show it was i mean from the very beginning i mean i honestly let me just say this right off the bat i genuinely have so much respect for her dancers and for her of course but oh my god like if, if you're some if you watch the super bowl and you're like me and you're afraid of heights you were definitely sweating
0: Oh, totally, Eric. For her to go on those, I, what do you even call them? Balance beams? High risers? A uh, combination yes, of the two. something team? like that. I mean, something like that. It looked straight out of, listen, this has been memed so many times at this point. It looked like Smash Bros, Super Smash Melee, that one arena. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, if you guys saw the memes, you know what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that couldn't have been more accurate. But real quick before we dive into the performance itself i just want to run through some stats here that you're going to be blown away by so rihanna's performance at the 2023 super bowl halftime show gained a total of 118.7 million viewers across tv and digital platforms overtaking the Lady Gaga headlined Super Bowl halftime show back in 2017, and it became the second most watched halftime show in history behind Katy Perry's performance at the Super Bowl in 2015.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's definitely no small feat. I mean, you remember how big Lady Gaga's halftime show was? That was
0: massive. Yeah. That was massive. So
1: you, you can imagine how much work and dedication went into this for it to have achieved this milestone.
0: And now this is going to make you laugh. I think you're going to get a real kick out of this. So out of the people that watched the Super Bowl, 118.7 million viewers, like I just said, watched the halftime show. But only 113 million viewers watched the Super Bowl. So was it the Super Bowl or was it a Rihanna concert?
1: Wow, no way.
0: (laughs) Meaning people specifically tuned in to watch Rihanna at this halftime show. And then once the halftime show was over, they turned it off.
1: I mean, can you blame them? I mean, not not because of the game. The game was awesome. But if you're a hardcore Rihanna fan and given the fact she's been pretty quiet for the past few years in regards to music, I mean, you're going to tune in. So that in that regard, that's not that surprising. But it is still surprising in it's the sense It's a cool that
0: statistic, isn't it? It
1: is, because you're just like, wow. The power of one versus the other, you know?
0: Yeah, so it's like, is it really the Super Bowl or is it the Rihanna concert? I'm sure this <laughs> is
1: how... I mean, obviously, you and I, you know, unfortunately didn't get to witness that moment. But I'm sure this is exactly what uh, Michael Jackson's fans felt when they... Uh, when they witnessed his halftime show all those years ago i mean i've seen footage of that and wow i'm sure they felt exactly the same as rihanna's fans do now
0: eric you know when that halftime show was fun fact one. 1993 the year i was born
1: i was only 2 years old then maybe Isn't i, I, I could have been i could have been 1 still but Wow, that's crazy. Isn't
0: that wild? And arguably, it's one of the best halftime shows ever. Oh,
1: yeah, totally. At
0: least in most people's top five. But arguably, the best halftime show. Yeah, The only sure. argument I would make to that, because number one, that was the year I was born, so I had to go back clearly <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, watch me too, it now me as an adult. But in comparison, the only one that holds a candle to that performance is Prince. In 2007. Oh,
1: yeah, in terms of just performance you know, wise, performance. Epicness, wise. you know, epicness, and just in terms of the spectacle and everything. I mean, I remember that halftime show. Me too, me too. That was, I, I remember where I was, who I was with.
0: That's the only reason why it is right up there for me not only because of how iconic it is but i was able to actually appreciate it <laughs>
1: yeah exactly in like it, it happened it happened well in your lifetime isn't the right phrase but it happened like you were a witness to it right when it happened
0: exactly but yeah anyway speaking of rihanna and her big comeback using the halftime show as her return to music, so to speak. This performance was Rihanna's first live performance in five years since appearing at the 60 annual Grammy Awards in 2018. And her last album, Auntie, was released in 2016. And during this time, Rihanna focused on her fashion brand Fenty, Fenty Beauty, which is her cosmetic brand, Savage & Fenty, which is her lingerie brand, and. Even being absent from music since 2016. Get these stats. Are you ready for this, Eric? Ready. Following the performance, Billboard reported that Rihanna's song catalog received a leap of 140% across all on-demand streaming services in the U.S. Between February 12th and 13th and the 13th, her songs received $62.2 On demand official streams nationwide. Sales wise, she sold 42,000 downloads in the United States during those two days. And Umbrella and Diamonds were Rihanna's most streamed songs following the halftime performance, with 3.8 million and 3.2 million streams during February 12th and the 13th, respectively.
1: Wow, that is crazy.
0: Then, The week following the performance, Rihanna's albums Good Girl Gone Bad, which came out in 2007, and Auntie, as I said earlier, that came out in 2016, both re-entered the top 50 of the Australian Albums Chart at number 32 and 35, respectively. Wow.
1: It's amazing how some artists, you know, that, that happens to be the case for them. They're gone for a few years and somehow they just get even more popular during that absence.
0: And if all of that wasn't enough to show how much of a superstar Rihanna is, regardless of her not dropping any new music during this period from 2016, she's been focusing on her brand, her fashion brand, her cosmetic brand, her lingerie brand. And on May 19th, 2022, it was confirmed that Rihanna had given birth to a son with ASAP Rocky. And in days leading up to the halftime show, Rihanna teased in an interview that she might bring out a surprise guest. We were all waiting who was going to be the surprise guest. And it turns out it was confirmed following the show that she is pregnant with her second child.
1: Yeah. I remember you and I looking at it, and we, like, we suspected that, but we weren't sure. Like, we didn't want to you know jump the gun you gotta be, and be very
0: like, careful with women and assuming yeah, exactly. a woman's pregnant eric exactly so i didn't want to i didn't personally i read about it after the fact yeah i didn't know about her saying oh in an interview I, i'm bringing out a special i got yeah, a special exactly, guest exactly. with me so i had no context of that mm-hmm. and it appeared that way but at the same time you never can assume. Exactly. And you never want to assume. Exactly. So, so the I whole waited time... until the announcement came out.
1: Yeah. And the whole time I was looking at her, I said to myself, in the pos- in the event that she is pregnant, I mean, she is really pulling it Phenomenal. off.
0: Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So, Eric, real quick, before we dive into our thoughts, now that I got all the stats out the way, I am going to run through the set list real quick. Okay. And I want you to respond to each song. You tell me if you enjoy it if it's you know hit or miss if it's one that you really love and also after i go through the set list let me know if there were any songs that you wish she would have performed let's do that all right let's do it okay so starting off with the set list she did a nod to what's my name and then the intro song was better have my money
1: i like that one a lot well i love that one a lot i This is my first time hearing this one live and just hearing it in general. So it was really cool to, you know, hear it played live in that way. And I really ended up loving that one.
0: Thought it was a great way to start it off, Mm -hmm. to kick it off. Okay, second, we have Where Have You Been slash Only Girl in the World.
1: I like those. I can remember them just being heavy on the radio. So heavy on
0: the radio. Only Girl in the World. Shout out to my sister. That was her ringtone for the longest time. (laughs) So I'm always going to correlate the two. Nice, and that's the thing I love about these songs too. Going back, I didn't realize how much of a Rihanna fan I actually was slash M until she's running through her set list and I can literally go back in time and pinpoint when these songs were released. Yeah, me too. When they were released, what I was doing at that time, and it just it was awesome to yeah like go where back you, in time
1: where you were, who you yeah, were with who I was that kind with. of stuff. the
0: different phases of my life
1: yeah yeah she's been around
0: for such a long time i'm like oh i remember this one from high school this one from college this one at a backyard party this one at this one's birthday so on and so forth and it's just so cool how music has that effect
1: yeah where you
0: cannot listen to something for an extremely long time and then all of a sudden it plays and it takes you right back to that moment
1: yeah and what's funny is that i'm more of a casual Rihanna fan but it's I don't i don't find myself saying this very much about many artists but it's crazy how even being like a casual fan of some artists you still feel like you grow up with them in a way just because of how heavily they are on the radio
0: right you know? like I thought I was a casual fan too but I'm like I'm no casual fan I checked out the set list I knew every song
1: yeah that that's <laughs> the crazy part right
0: like, I'm like I guess I'm more uh, you know I'm more of a Rihanna fan than I thought
1: that's the crazy thing like hearing all those songs and you're like yeah i remember that one i remember that one too i remember yeah this one being played for... we were
0: doing that live we're like oh wow yeah this yeah one. exactly <laughs> all right so so continuing on to that sentiment so and i also love where have you been i do i'm yeah. a big fan of where yeah. have you been I remember so that, that was where have you been only girl in the world shout out to my sister then we have we found love come on now of course
1: <laughs> that one come was on definitely now. heavy for sure.
0: Heavy in my rotation. I,
1: I can imagine this one being played at a lot of proms in high school, I feel.
0: Oh, yeah. We found love. <laughs> yeah. Then we have Rude Boy. I like that one. It, that's decent. It's decent. Then we have Work.
1: I love that one. Definitely. I remember when that came out on the radio, too. For sure.
0: Then after that, we have Wild Thoughts featuring DJ Tom. That one
1: I like. That one I like.
0: Then we have Pour It Up.
1: Definitely not one that I listened to a lot, but I did like it.
0: Okay, now, for me personally, this is when I started freaking out because the way that it comes to an end, the halftime show, these last four songs, heavy hitters, and it made me transport back in time. So we have All of the Lights.
1: Yeah, I remember that one too.
0: Run This Town. Of course. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, when she mentioned... Oh, I have a special guest or special guest, even though I didn't know that going into this. But the people who did hear that going into this, they possibly could have thought that Kanye West or Jay-Z was going to come out mm, because yeah. these songs feature them. Yeah. All the lights and run this town. So that could have been something that people were like, oh, will she? Won't she? You know? Yeah. Then we have to close it out. Umbrella. That iconic. One's, of iconic. course. Iconic.
1: I think out of every song that I've ever heard by Rihanna, that in terms of radio play, that's probably the one that's like most embedded in embedded in my head.
0: And last but certainly not least, she closed it out with diamonds.
1: Uh, that's another one, <laughs> probably on the same level as Umbrella. I mean, and then God. she had the
0: fireworks blasting in the yeah. background. Like, what yeah. a way to end the show! And that was her set, Eric. Is there any song that you wish she would have performed
1: well. There is one in particular. I have two
0: off the top of my head. I'll let you go first.
1: There's there's one in particular, and that is Disturbia.
0: Ooh, I, I didn't even. Song. I really enjoy that song that's, too. That's that's an oldie. That I, is. I an remember oldie. high I, school. That's high school.
1: Funny enough, actually, I discovered it in high school, like literally inside our. High I know school.
0: exactly what you're talking about because I have the same memory in my head, and we weren't even together during this time. But I know uh, yeah, exactly I don't think so. what you were talking about. When they played it in the hallway. Yes.
1: Yeah. Holy
0: crap. What was
1: that? I can't remember <laughs> Holy that, crap. that much.
0: That was during uh, Spirit Week or Spirit Yeah, Day.
1: I think so. But what were we doing exactly? Like, do you remember?
0: We were just, I think it was just going from class to class and they were playing songs in the hallway and that one played. And that's a distinct memory. Like, I, I can, remember that. I can picture high school. <laughs> okay, me. I
1: understand. So I don't want to call it intermission music, but I guess it was just something that they were playing over the speakers while people walked to their next classes. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was that. during
0: the school day.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I remember asking a fellow classmate of mine, like, what song is that? Like, I know it was Rihanna, but that's what was so it? That's
0: so funny that you remember <laughs> yeah. that because I also remember that, but just from my point of view. Yeah,
1: and so when, when my <laughs> classmate told me, oh, it's Disturbia, I couldn't stop listening to that. Weeks such a that. good
0: song that wasn't even part of the two songs that i picked that i wish she would have performed believe it or not that's but this the is one. what i'm saying like we think that we're casual rihanna fans but we're really not eric we're fans
1: yeah definitely like, there, we and gotta there's, x
0: out the casual and here. there's deep
1: cuts too that she's got that you know we haven't even touched you so
0: know? the two songs that i wish she would have performed the first one is please don't stop the music
1: that was gonna be my other one i just wasn't sure of the name but yes away. I, I remember I can't seeing. Perform it, I clearly. remember seeing. Well, you did a decent job. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> I remember seeing that on a. It was like a dance show. I don't remember if it was on Nickelodeon or something, but basically it was like a dancing contest type of show. Mm-hmm. And that was where I first saw that song being played, and I loved it immediately.
0: Now, listen, opening with Better Have My Money, killer opener. So, not to say that she made a bad choice by picking that, but I th- also think in my personal opinion, that opening with that song would have been pretty been fire. Please don't stop the music because yeah. that just takes you right Absolutely. into that mode, right? That Absolutely. vibe.
1: Plus it samples Michael Jackson.
0: Yeah. And come on. The, amazing. The late great. Yeah. So there's that song. And, and plus it's just a really good live song. Yeah. Sorry, I just can't stop talking about it. I can't believe like missed opportunity there. I thought yeah. it would be in the set for sure.
1: I, I didn't want to get my hopes up. But I, I was really Smart hoping man. it would. Be. I was really hoping it would be because it's so good.
0: I wish I could live like that. <laughs> <laughs> no expectations. OK, so my second choice, which is a deeper. It's not a deep cut. I wouldn't call it a deep cut, but it's a deeper cut. Needed me.
1: I admit I have. Well, maybe I've heard if it. If I played I it for remember. you,
0: you'd be like, oh, yes, I've heard it because I've definitely played it at parties that you've been to. OK, so, I'm, so I, don't know, I might know it. Yeah, I'm sure I, I know. it. it. I just
1: need to listen to it again.
0: But I have to say, I think that's my favorite Rihanna song of all time. I'm going the... on the record, needed, needed me. me? Yeah. Nice. So very nice.
1: Any features on that one?
0: Check it out. No, but it, it's from her last album that she
1: gotcha. That okay, she came cool. out
0: with back in 2016.
1: I think I might know which one you're talking about. I'm, don't quote me on it, but uh, there is another song from that album that I really do love. It. It might be that one. It might not be. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out.
0: We will figure it out after we're done recording we'll go back.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And we'll play it. Okay, but with all that being said, Eric, let's just dive into how we felt. So, I'm going to be straightforward here and say, not having the context that she was pregnant, in my first watch because I want to let you guys know, we watched it twice. We watched it for the first time, live together, Super Bowl, watched the, the game, watched the show, of course. So, there was that take in that version but then before hopping on and recording we watched it again on YouTube and we got to really soak everything in this time with context. Before people come to me with pitchforks let me explain. First watched it with no context I thought it was pretty underwhelming. I was like why is she letting her backup dancers do all the heavy lifting here and they're the ones really doing the performance, and not that she's not performing, but it wasn't anything that was groundbreaking, per se, right? At the same time, then you can make the argument, well, when you perform at the Super Bowl halftime show, what argument are we making here? Are we making it based off of catalog and vocal ability? Because she knocks it out of the park with that. Because she definitely has the catalog as we just went over and she definitely has the vocal ability. So is it about that or is it more about actual performance where, okay, the person has a catalog, maybe not the best catalog, but they have a catalog, maybe they're not the best singer and so they focus more on the performance. They focus more on the choreography and the dance moves and the outfit changes and the featured guests and so on and so forth, like the whole shebang. So it's like, from the two, which would you rather prefer? That's also an argument to be made here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I totally get what you mean.
0: So that was a me versus me conversation as well. So it's like, well, Lisa, what were you expecting? Because you can make the argument that Rihanna's not here to dance and, you know, do these magic tricks and acrobatics and all these things that she's here to sing her hits her smash hits and go through her catalog and remind you just how great she is and how much of a staple these songs were when they came out and still are so there's that but then okay so that's without context right so i was like all right that was a pretty middle of the road performance i i wouldn't say it's the worst definitely i've seen worse which we will get to but definitely not the best from recent memory. At you least. thought
1: you thought it was pretty safe.
0: I thought it was safe. I thought it was middle of the road. It's It's not hurting anybody, but it's not like super wowing anybody either, right? Then I got the context, which we both were thinking we didn't want to say anything definite as a definite that she's pregnant with baby number two. And then that changed everything absolutely changed everything because then you look at it in a whole different perspective and even watching it back now the second time you appreciate it so much more because you're like wow is there anything that she can't do right because she's out there pregnant she's on these balance beams these high beams she's doing choreography and she's singing and going through her hits and making her big comeback and also, maybe she doesn't need the whole shebang either. Like I said, in this me-versus-me argument, I said, maybe some you know, some people don't need all that. Some people don't need all the acrobatics and the pyrotech and the choreography and this and that. Some people just have the ability to wow you straight up with their voice, their vocal capability, and their set list. Somebody that comes to mind right away, Adele. Adele hypothetically, I'm not saying that they're going to do this, but if she were to do a halftime show, she doesn't need to be up there doing things that she doesn't normally do. Everybody just knows that that's Adele and we came to hear her and th- and that's what it is. But at the, then at the same time, on the other side of the argument, then it's like well, this is a Super Bowl halftime show, emphasis on the show, so we want to be wowed. Where we get it, this person is a talented musician, but We are watching not just for them to stand there and sing. We want to see them move. We want to see them with featured guests come out and making an appearance, special guests. We want it all. We want the fireworks, we want the pyrotech, we want the choreography, we want the whole shebang. So Eric, with all that being said, how do you feel on it? How do you feel watching it the first time versus the second time? How do you feel about it without context versus with context? Am I the only one that felt that way initially, versus the aftermath of now knowing what we know tell me please tell me
1: so before I give you my thoughts let me just say in regards to Adele uh in all fairness to her she has said that she personally would be very nervous having to do the Super Bowl halftime show because (laughs) in her words she can't dance and so
0: (laughs) so that was the perfect argument to make you know that's exactly what I'm going for is the fact that you have these artists that are absolutely phenomenal in their own right. Yeah, yeah. But not everybody, just because you're a musician, doesn't mean you're a performer. That's the whole argument to be made here. And then there are some performers that are better performers than they are singers.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. So yeah. f-
0: when you watch a Super Bowl halftime show, what are you there to see? Which would you rather see? That's also a whole topic right there. Yeah,
1: because at the end of the day, it's... It's a big production, and I don't want to go into a whole rabbit hole in regards (laughs) to that because I do know that, you know, there have been controversies and stuff in regards to playing live and what that means in regards to the Super Bowl. So I don't want to get too far into that. Yeah, that's a whole separate conversation. But, you know, tying it back to what you're saying, it is a production. It is something that is Mm -hmm. fast-paced, and in order to keep the viewers engaged, you have to include something that is very uh, eye-popping, so to speak.
0: That's what I think, too, because especially if people are not music enthusiasts like we are and they're just literally either there to watch the Super Bowl because they enjoy American football or... They are casual fans of these people, yeah, you know, they yeah. they hear Lady Gaga. Oh, of course I know Lady Gaga here on the radio. Oh, Beyonce, of course. Who doesn't know Beyonce, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be sitting there singing every song. Yeah. So what's going to keep, keep these care. people entertained?
1: Exactly. Like I remember back in high school when The Who played the Super Bowl. Some people didn't like that. They're like, who the hell... Gets the who to play. They're boring. And then other people were like, no, they were amazing. So that's speaking to your point a little bit.
0: Yeah. And it's always going to be subjective, right? Yeah. Because that goes down to genre, too. We talk about this all the time on the show. There's just certain, for example, I thought last year's halftime performance where you have Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent, Anderson Pack, the best of the best, some of the Mm -hmm. best in hip hop and whether it be on the production end or just straight rapping capability and then you have people that just do not care for it at
1: all exactly meanwhile some of these
0: people that i just listed or dare i say all of them are legends in their own right in that genre so it's all subjective too
1: yeah definitely but getting back to my thoughts on the event i do admit that i definitely saw it a little different than you did initially First of all, I'm glad we watched it again because when you watch something for the first time, there's so much going on.
0: You miss a lot.
1: You miss a lot. You're trying to keep track of everything and you can't really appreciate it because you're like, oh, I got to keep track of the dancers, but I also want to keep track of Rihanna, but I also want to keep track of the changing stages and the wardrobe and stuff. Right,
0: and what is she going to do next and what song is she going to play next? Exactly. So there's way too
1: much to keep track of mentally for a first time. I agree. But having said that, the first time I saw her, I thought one of two things. I thought either A, she is in the recovery phase of a pregnancy. Right. You know, I thought it maybe this is a post-pregnancy body that she's got, but right. it would make no sense because as you know, as far as I knew she had already had her baby like a while ago, so right. I thought how like is Like almost it? a year ago. Yeah, so I'm like so how is that possible, right? And then i thought so if this isn't a post-pregnancy body then she's pregnant again in either case i said to myself it looks like she's being very careful because you know clearly from what i could gather she didn't have the luxury of doing too many fancy dance routines
0: right right, right. but
1: uh but i personally didn't think it was underwhelming i thought you know regardless of what it is that she's going through Honestly, the subtle dancing is just as effective because it proves that she doesn't have to do way too much to dance and to have a good time and to look good doing it. So I thought that the subtle dancing definitely worked in her favor. So
0: from the jump, you were content?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay. I don't want to say I was disappointed, but I was just kind of like, okay, that was good. You I think like, that was good. Yeah, because, but... you
1: know, obviously, you, you, I'm sure you've seen her perform live more than I have. And that's another thing that factored into the way I saw it. Because I've only ever seen her perform live a handful of times on TV. And so it's not that I, you know, didn't notice a difference. But because I'm not used to seeing that, I guess maybe that's why I wasn't as underwhelmed because... I see what you're saying, yeah. You know, really no frame of reference. And
0: also, you have to think about it this way, too. There are some performances right after, and you know this because we've seen how many Super Bowls together at this point, right? Where the performance ends and I'm on my feet like, yeah, I'm clapping, I'm freaking out.
1: Yeah, you're like... Holy
0: crap, that was amazing. Yeah, you're just
1: like sad it's over, right? You
0: know right away that... I thoroughly enjoyed it
1: yeah or at least
0: aspects of it right Mm -hmm. and with this i was just like okay yeah that was good she did a good job but it wasn't anything like i wasn't heavily disappointed like oh my god i can't believe that this happened or why didn't she do this or i'm upset by this it wasn't that reaction but it also wasn't oh i'm jumping out of my seat because this was so amazing
1: yeah but i personally was happy with the whole thing from the jump i really loved the way everything looked. Uh, I Like I said, I, I loved the subtle dancing. I loved her dancers as well. And that's another reason.
0: Credit to these dancers. Shout out to the dancers because yeah, they definitely. really did a phenomenal job yeah. of pushing the set list along from song to song. Yeah. And the and changes and the choreography and everything that they had to learn and adjust and adapt to those beams going back to those high beams that's what i
1: was that's another thing i was gonna say and
0: maintaining balance on that
1: yeah initially i initially i figured you know if they're all being careful it's because they're they're elevated up in the air you know you have to be very careful because oh yeah you, you can't afford to do too many fancy moves because i mean come on that's which that's which
0: I respect in general, but then mm-hmm. now knowing with context, this is why I'm saying this is so important with context that she's pregnant. I thought that that was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's a pretty big bold move. Yeah, to make and she pulled it off and i'm glad that she doesn't have a fear of heights that's for sure (laughs)
1: yeah honestly i was nervous for everybody because when you see them dancing you see the platform is wobbling oh yeah so i was like oh my god but uh yeah you know i just loved everything and and another thing i love that the dancers were able to do what they did while wearing those heavy suits on yes
0: i mean definitely
1: that definitely can't be easy either
0: no not the easiest uh mobility in a suit like that
1: yeah but in general, I, I love that she looked like she was having fun. She did. Uh, going back to live performance. I love the way that she smiled at the camera and she focused on the camera, like, very intently and passionately. And her dance she moves She did were, it
0: on purpose. I was like, I'm she back. Did. Of course I she I am back. And the thus, moment you guys have been waiting for, and, which, yes, and we have. thus,
1: a brand new... Uh, slew of memes were spawned <laughs>
0: <laughs> those memes were great i always <laughs> look were. forward i don't to know the if, memes i don't know if
1: you saw them well this isn't so much a meme as it is like a, a reel on facebook but uh <laughs> someone showed what it was probably like for her unborn kid inside the womb oh
0: yeah it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it did see,
1: that i saw funny. it on instagram <laughs> and
0: twitter is great when it comes to the halftime show it doesn't matter what year it is i automatically go to twitter and i see it's trending i'm like all right here we go what was the internet have for me this year
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah you know i love the whole thing i love the i also love the transitions between songs say what you will about transitions between songs but i believe there's also an art to that too like totally 100% you definitely it, you almost have to like read your audience's minds in order to there has to be a gauge. flow there has to be a flow exactly like y- when you're curating a setlist right you have to kind of tell yourself okay what is going to come after this really good song that's going to make them cheer even louder exactly. than the last song I played. You know? It
0: can't stay on the same flow and on the same tone throughout. You know what I mean? Exactly. It has to have the ups, the downs, because if it just stayed in one lane, if it was just a yeah, linear exactly, show, exactly. it would be too boring.
1: Exactly. And also, like, and that must be So even... you
0: need to have those high highs, those more, like, EDM cuts that she has in her catalog, yeah, yeah. then the more poppier cuts, then the more hip-hop-leaning, R&B-leaning cuts. She, she threw everything in there.
1: And not for nothing, but, you know, that must be a very difficult guessing game for someone who is used to having all of her singles be hits, you know? like I know. How do you pick? Like, how how do, you do you condense it? Not even just how you condense it. I mean, that is true. But how do you, like, pick the order? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. after she, after... let's say she hypothetically were she's to have like, okay, played... these are the songs. Yeah. But like, then how let... do you organize it? Like, how do you, like, say hypothetically she started out with, you know, please don't stop the music, right? Yeah. And, then, and then she's like, okay, where do I go from there? Out of all of the singles that I've got? what can I follow it up with to make sure that the audience is like, Oh my God. Right. There's an
0: art to it because you have to keep that going. Like I was saying, like there is a flow to it. You can't just keep it all one note either.
1: Yeah. And you have to,
0: you have to throw in those curveballs, surprise them. Yeah. Yeah. If you have in your catalog, some songs that are more subdued. Okay. You play one of those, but then you have to bring that energy back.
1: And to your credit, like what you just said about playing a more subdued song, even then you're like, What's the perfect slow song or what's the perfect romantic song or what's the perfect what's
0: the perfect opener closer
1: exactly or what's the perfect you know like heartbreak song you know yes there's there's always
0: something in there for everybody
1: exactly so I do love that that this was a masterclass in terms of song transitions and in terms of what the artist knows the audience is going to want to hear you know? Absolutely. And in terms of the layout, the stages, I thought it was really cool. And I, I also, thought the
0: layout was really cool. Yeah, And I
1: love the camera movements too. Like there was a point where she's walking and she, she's not really doing anything, but then I guess she realizes the camera's on her and she smiles, but then the camera goes upside down.
0: Yes. So I thought Very that was cool. also
1: really cool. It, it just gave like a new dynamic to the whole thing
0: and i think she gave kansas city some good luck because she said that patrick mahomes was her favorite quarterback so. oh nice that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> so that tied perfectly that just ended up working out really well that yeah. they won
1: and the way it ended was just so phenomenal too and with i love the fireworks that The fireworks and, her putting on that <laughs> big jacket too yeah and, and just levitating. ending with
0: diamonds that was a great song yeah. to pick and
1: shout out to the band that played yes. the music yes And I also loved seeing, uh, for you metalheads out there, Nuno Betancourt on guitar from Extreme. You know, some people did a double take because they're like, is that him? It was. So that was pretty cool. And that's another thing I love about these specific musicians playing Super Bowls. It's like, to anybody out there who's like, oh, they're just pressing buttons. No, you've got a band that does a fantastic job of replicating that music live. That is amazing. Like, you, you saw it with Beyonce. You saw it with Lady Gaga. Honestly, if you have a live band... There's that so can...
0: many moving parts yeah. to make these shows work.
1: Yeah. It, it, that it's
0: truly extraordinary. Yeah. And the amount of time that they have to set everything up and make sure that everything goes well and goes according to plan.
1: Oh, my God. And when you have a live band that can recreate that kind of music live, it's magic. It's incredible. Mm-hmm.
0: The last thing that I want to say before I get into my second question here, big question... About Super Bowl halftime shows is how cool is it going to be when she has this child and they grow up and she gets to tell them, hey, I was pregnant with you when I performed the Super Bowl halftime show.
1: Yeah, someone said that he he's already got it made in terms of like, you know,
0: I think that's truly extraordinary that that child gets to grow up and be like, I was the baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was the special guest.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, it's already a blessing to be Rihanna's child to begin with, right? <laughs> of course, of course. To be born into this world is a blessing and let alone have Rihanna be your mother. Holy crap, you hit the lottery.
1: Yeah, definitely. But, but...
0: to be the Super Bowl baby, the Super Bowl yeah. halftime show baby.
1: The one guest I'm sure everybody is sad that wasn't there was Tom Holland dressed as her. (laughs) I know everybody was like hoping for that to happen. They're like, if she brings him out and he starts dancing, (laughs) that would have been cool. I'm not going to lie.
0: So all in all, Eric, now watching it twice, having everything that we know, I think that it was a solid show and I'm glad that she's back. And she made the announcement recently that she has new music coming out there's gonna be a new album there's no uh set date yet so everything's still to be announced but she came out saying that there will be new music coming our way
1: that's awesome because as amazing as the performance was that i admit that would have been a little sad if she did all of that and then it's like oh no new music coming out
0: listen she's a mogul as i said she's got her fashion brand and her beauty brand, and cosmetic and lingerie. She's she's doing it all. Plus, she had a kid last year. She's having another kid. She's you can't say that the woman hasn't been busy.
1: And I respect her even more now because I actually had no idea that Fenty was hers. Yeah. So that's awesome. There you that's, go. That's been everywhere. The you more know? you know. Definitely.
0: So. With all that, I think that the performance was a good performance. I still stand behind. I think that it it was a pretty... I went from good to great. I was like, this performance was good initially. And then I rewatched. I'm like, no, this is great because she's pregnant. And I'm going on record because I am 99.9% sure that, at least confirmed anyway, that she's the first musician to play the halftime show Pregnant. Wow, really? Yeah, Ever. That's, that's That's been that's confirmed, crazy. at least. That's been confirmed.
1: That's crazy. That's another accomplishment for her.
0: So shout out to her. She really just, she's killing it. Shout out to Rihanna. She really is. And, and then all those stats that I gave you earlier about people after the halftime show yeah. going and streaming her music and her albums, just like she never left.
1: Yeah. And it's only February.
0: It's exactly. It's only February. So before we close out the episode, the second main question I had for you, Eric, which I'm going to go down the line here is where does this show kind of rank for you in the previous 10? I I pulled up the past 10 shows because we would be sitting here all day if we went with the history of Super Bowl and Super Bowl halftime shows. We did reference Michael Jackson and Prince earlier in the episode. Of course, yeah. But I'm just going to give a shout out here to the past 10 years, okay? So let me break it down and then we're going to discuss this. The best, the worst, the in-between. We're right, discuss go. it all. Okay. So, obviously, 2023, Rihanna. 2022, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent, and Anderson Pack. 2021, The Weeknd. 2020, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez featuring Bad Bunny. 2019, Maroon 5 featuring Travis Scott and Big Boy. 2018, Justin Timberlake. 2017, Lady Gaga. 2016, Coldplay featuring Beyonce and Bruno Mars. 2015, Katy Perry featuring Lenny Kravitz and Missy Elliott. 2014, Bruno Mars featuring the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And 2013, Beyonce featuring Destiny's Child. So out of the past 10 years, going all the way back from 2013 all the way up till now, 2023... Who do you think, you don't have to pick the best, but who do you think were some of the best? Who do you think if you had to pick a worst? And where does Rihanna kind of fall in this whole mix here?
1: Mm, Let's see. Some of the best, at least for me personally speaking, definitely Bruno Mars. I remember that being a huge deal.
0: Bruno Mars featuring the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yes. Is that the one you referenced? Okay, because he did appear in 2016 with Coldplay and Beyonce as well.
1: That was another one that I really loved i just thought it was so amazing to have those three artists on the same event and each one of them
0: very cool collab yeah
1: yeah each one of them i don't care what anybody else thinks to me each one of them you know they were on you know equal level they all did really well at at what they were doing so you know i'm not going to sit here and compare and contrast between the three of them because i thought that every single one of them contributed to an amazing uh spectacle back then uh Definitely Rihanna, of course. I definitely think that everything was just. Especially because it's fresh, right? It's fresh. Exactly. Uh, of course, the huge collaboration between Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige.
0: Yeah, we covered that last year.
1: So amazing. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez was another one that was just high energy all around. You know, there wasn't a shortage of uh, energy on that stage that night. And yeah. Honestly, like, for me, that those are those are my personal favorites out of the ones that I've uh, that I've seen throughout these last ten years.
0: Okay, so some of my personal favorites, no particular order or anything like that. Definitely Shakira and Jennifer Lopez featuring Bad Bunny. I thought that that I was you saw me, I was up out of of my seat for that one. Of course. So I thought that one was incredible, super high energy. Last year's with Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, Fifty Cent, Anderson Pack legends like i said earlier of legends course. in their own right and then coming together was like the hip-hop avengers <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> so to speak so that really got me going lady gaga because not only of course gaga wasn't, can sing of course that was another this. one yeah but her performance out of this world yeah. if you want to talk about performance wise
1: yeah that was another one for me too yeah. something
0: for everyone beyonce with destiny's child she was giving me exactly what i wanted <laughs> all i want is a destiny's child reunion
1: it just it's just terrible that it lasted so little i, I know really but wish if that's that...
0: only the only thing that we can get i'll take it and i'll yeah, just go course. back and keep rewatching it's, it's kind of it. like
1: what happened with uh justin timberlake and nsync when they reunited yep. for like a minute
0: i know I but know.
1: uh it was great to hear their voices again
0: speaking of justin timberlake i just this is super subjective right because I have nothing but love for Justin Timberlake. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. So, of course, I'm going to throw him on this list. Not to be extremely neutral about everybody's performance because, of course, there's some better than others. But I think for the most part, really solid performances all around. I will say The weekend in 2021 got completely shafted, and I'll tell you why.
1: Shafted in what sense?
0: I'll tell you why. Because he performed after... He dropped after hours, so he dropped after hours during the pandemic, 2020, and then the Super Bowl that he performed at was 2021, but it was based off of the 2020 season, as you know. Right, right. But because we were still in the height of the pandemic, there was nobody in the stadium. Right. It was a COVID halftime performance. Right. And that's the only reason why, because that does make a tremendous difference. Of course, of course. I think that he got shafted. If anything, I would love for him to... I know that he's probably not going to be able to get a redo solo, but I would love for whoever were to perform the halftime show to bring him out as a special guest. Yeah, he definitely... So he can get some redemption. He deserves another shot. Because he did the best that he could. I'm not saying it was bad whatsoever. I love the weekend. I think he's amazing and phenomenal talent. You know, I can go on and on about After Hours. That's my favorite weekend album. It just, it made me bummed out that it, the timing of it when they asked him to do it. I said, oh, man, it's a it's a COVID halftime show. It's just, it's not the same. It's not the same when there's nobody yeah, in the exactly. stadium. It's a totally different dynamic exactly. going on. And exactly. it, it changes, it affects everything. so You are right, though. It he did the be best cool to... with what he could.
1: Yeah, and it would be cool if he could have a do-over. And listen, if he could have a do-over, if he could be brought out as a special guest, at least now, you know that uh, he'll also have Don FM to...
0: Yeah. Get songs from you All right, and with that, Eric, most disappointing or worst, worst in comparison. Let me just say this: in comparison to the Super Bowl halftime shows before it, I think we mutually agree on this. Ready? One, two, three. Maroon, Maroon Five, 2019. Yeah. Five, that whole first of all it was the Adam Levine show. Yeah. I, I about mean about the band. They isn't say, isn't oh, it always though? I mean. Ugh.
1: There, there was just so much surrounding, so much debate surrounding that particular uh, Super Bowl. It had also happened after the Shakira and Jennifer Lopez one. He rips so, off his shirt. Yeah, and then, you know, the Nobody double standards anything. came in. Yeah. yeah,
0: it drives me crazy. No
1: one said it. No, I'm sorry.
0: No, yeah, Maroon Five came first. That yes, was twenty nineteen. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I remember <laughs> no
0: nobody was in uproar at least about the shirt ripping. Yeah. They were in uproar about other things yeah. just about the performance, right? But not right. about him physically ripping off a shirt. Right. But then right, right. twenty twenty comes around. Oh, Shakira and J Lo. What are they yeah, trying to they promote? Shouldn't be. And there's children and kids watching this. Yeah, and
1: they're like, they shouldn't the be dressing show. like that at that age. Get and it's like a year. Like, I remember...
0: Get out of here with that garbage take.
1: That's exactly what I said to this lady on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> she she said pretty much that, what you just said. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I bet you weren't complaining when Adam ripped off his shirt, right? Get out of Such here Such a that. double
0: standard. For real. They, act, they acted like they were completely naked and it was just pr- right? straight pornography.
1: Right. Like, come on.
0: Meanwhile, the amount of skill that they had during that performance.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Combine both individually and combine and in order right. to do the choreography that they did and the moves right. that they did. Exactly. You know how much work that takes?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know how much practice, time, energy, effort, the gym, training, etc. Yeah. can go on? You try exactly. to do that at home, Karen. You try. Exactly. Let me know how it goes.
1: <laughs> Let me know how it goes. <laughs> exactly. And and listen, it's not so much that you know. It's this isn't an attack on like people who just play their instruments, you know, because there have been other bands who do the same thing. Right. That, that's not the crime here. It's just that, you know, it was very underwhelming for for what it was. Uh, obviously, the whole double standard thing that would come into effect later on was also so another lame,
0: super lame.
1: And listen, this is a this is kind of a lesser offense, so to speak. But uh, listen, there, there were people who can't forgive them for cutting Spongebob out of the mix. That was a
0: big deal. That's what peop- <laughs> That's what the people were in an uproar about. That's what I was referring to earlier. Yeah.
1: And how yeah. long did that last? Like five seconds?
0: <laughs> that was ridiculous. They were waiting <laughs> the whole time. Oh, man. Just got completely cut. And not even Travis Scott and Big Boy could save this performance. I'm going to be straight up. Yeah. I have big respect to Big Boy. Come on. Iconic. They would have but, been better
1: off with uh, you know, hip hop performance. Yeah,
0: they really would have. Very you want to talk about underwhelmed. That wasn't even just underwhelmed, that was just straight disappointment. I'm like, wow, that that was that. And uh
1: Because, yeah. you know, I And Maroon you know,
0: Five has hits too. They have hits, don't get me wrong. But then it just becomes about it being the Adam Levine show. Like exactly. this guy's ego just exactly takes over.
1: Yeah. And it's I don't know. Like, honestly, even though I know that it was my least favorite and it was underwhelming, at the same time, it kind of went how I was expecting it to go. (laughs) Which is to say that, you know, which is to say that it was underwhelming. Because I knew, like you said, eventually the rest of the band, which... Other credit are very good musicians, very talented musicians. Of they'd, course,
0: it has nothing to do with them. But that's be, also the problem. That it has nothing exactly, to do with them. Exactly. It never does. It's <laughs> just about Adam Levine. I don't understand why the guy just doesn't go solo. It's not Maroon 5. It's Adam exactly.
1: Levine. Exactly. And and listen, to to be fair, there've been other bands where that's essentially what it is. Like Yeah, you, you have know.
0: your front man, you have your front woman, but Yeah, but really it's difference. it's
1: just a vehicle for them to, you know, uh kind of show off. But the difference between Maroon 5 and those other bands is that those other bands give credit where credit is due.
0: Exactly. Like, name one guy in Maroon 5 right now other than Adam Levine.
1: I'll I, wait. I can only think of his brother, <laughs> and I don't even remember his name.
0: It's not even your fault, though. That's the point that I'm making. <laughs> that's that's to the public at large. They don't know. They The same way that you're looking at me right now, they're at home <laughs> listening to this. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? She's got a point. Yeah. And that's, that's... the point. Exactly what you just said. Because they don't he doesn't give credit where credit's due it's not just adam levine that writes the songs and makes the music production sings all that yeah it, he has a band yeah so where is the credit of the band it's just like oh maroon five adam levine that's it
1: yeah and look look for for anybody who is i'm not probably, a hater guy yeah, but yeah I for, enjoy, for anyone who's enjoy blood some pressure for anyone's blood pressure is rising from this probably <laughs> we're we're not you know, trying to bash Adam, I'm not trying to bash the band. No, I'm just speaking We're We're, just, we're just, you know. Dropping mics. <laughs> we're just reiterating what we've seen. I mean, come on. Who is the guy who gets all the attention in the music videos, at the shows, in the press? Uh, come on. That, and that wouldn't
0: even bother me as much if he steered it back to his band and, and referred and said, but I couldn't do this without my, you know, and, and exactly. push them more, tried to make them more actively in the forefront exactly Haley Williams for example does that with Paramore of she, course she doesn't just let it become the Haley Williams show and there's been times where people have tried to just call her out specifically and she always right. brings right. it back to her fellow band members and right. always make sure that she puts the band first over her solo right. stuff
1: and that, that's another discussion that we could get in that we're not gonna do right now because <laughs> I know we're getting <laughs> because because you're right they're it's a two-part process where the media singles out one band member. and then Which that is inevitable specific... sometimes. I'm not course, saying it's anybody's of course. fault. But then that specific band member has the choice exactly. to either be inclusive of his or her band right. or to just be like, yeah, this is all about me. right. And unfortunately, it's the latter in this case.
0: But luckily, Eric, we don't have to worry about that with Rihanna. Going back Thank to Rihanna. God. Thank God. <laughs> because she's absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. She can do it all. Yeah. And I'm excited for her new music. Whenever that's to be released, we will be, of course, talking about it here on the Music Matters Media show.
1: Of course. And And congratulations on being a mother again.
0: Exactly. Congratulations to her being a mother again. That's so exciting. And I'm so excited for not only her bringing another child into the world, but... When she releases new music, I wonder if that's going to have any influence on the music. I'm sure it will. Singing from a different perspective. I'm
1: sure it will. You know, we can name countless artists who, you know, take heavy inspiration from that. DJ Khaled being one of them, of course.
0: Of course. So we will just have to wait and see. And with that, you guys, we want to know how you felt about this year's Super Bowl halftime show. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Where would you rank it? in the ranking of the past 10 years so go back listen to the lineup that i laid out for you guys and let us know who were some of your favorites who was your least favorite and where does rihanna rank in that group I cannot wait to hear from you guys. Make sure you head on over to www.musicmattersmedia.com and let us know over there. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. We are everywhere, you guys, on social media at Music Matters Media. And don't forget to visit our merch store. Introducing our merch store, we have T-shirts, hoodies, crew necks. Mugs, snapback caps.
1: Of course, whatever your needs are, we've got you covered.
0: And it's all quality. Head over to musicmattersmedia.com and click on merch. Support us over there. Rep our stuff at Music Matters. And who knows? If you tag us, maybe you can appear on the website.
1: Maybe. Who knows?
0: Don't forget to head over to Music Matters buy our merch follow us on social leave us a comment do it all you guys but most importantly make sure you stay tuned for our next episode